in his kingdom. And in this series, we've been looking at how that applies, life in his kingdom applies to family life. Jesus started the Sermon on the Mount by talking about attitudes that are characteristic of his followers. And when Jesus rules the heart, he changes the way that you handle life and relationships from the inside out. He actually helps us choose the attitudes that will shape our character in a way that really impacts the world around us for the better. His desire is that we're blessed, but also that we become a blessing to the world we live in, to the people around us, to the people that we relate to. And this is the purpose that he gives the church. He works through the church to bless the community that it's in. And his blessings that he pours into our lives as we choose to follow him, they're not meant to be collected in a reservoir. But his desire is that we become a river of blessing to the people around us, that the people we're relating to. And so he wants us to take the blessings that we're experiencing from following him and let them flow to the people around us. And so as we're growing in character, as we follow Christ, as we walk with him, what he wants to do is he wants us, he wants to mix us into the circles that we relate to and make a difference in them to really bless the people that we relate to. And it kind of works out in concentric circles. It starts with our family then goes to our neighbors, our friends, our workplace, wherever we're relating to people and wherever we're connecting with them. God wants to use this to really bless the people around us. So today, we're going to see the meaning that comes to families who choose to live for God's purpose for them. This week, specifically, we're going to see how Jesus answers the question, how is my kingdom going to spread throughout the world? In our day, uh, companies spend a lot of time and money on marketing. In fact, uh, they're, they're creating strategies and they're trying to uh, create, actually reach into our hearts and pull us to want their product. And I mean, they spend a lot of money. It's interesting. Look at this uh, marketing statistics from 2019 by country. Our country, the U.S., is by far the leader on spending in terms of marketing with $197.47 billion. China spends much less than that with 79.08 billion and then other countries lag behind that that explains a lot we're constantly barraged with ads that are pulling us to spend money on the products that they're touting 
In contrast, Jesus' kingdom spreads a different way. It's not about marketing. It's tied to his followers. Christ's followers are Jesus' plan for spreading his kingdom. We're it. Those of us who follow Christ, we're the plan (laughs) that Jesus has. Some churches are pretty slick at marketing to track people, and that's that's not bad. I'm not saying that's bad. CIV uses marketing to let people know that we're here and hopefully to draw them into our church. But it's the people who make up the church that are going to enhance the message or not, uh, Jesus' message or not. And it's their character that's going to draw others to follow or not. And that's the point that Jesus is making. This series is called Bless This Home. And a home is blessed when the, the parents in the home lead their kids to be a part of spreading the kingdom of God through the work of the church. Family life gets stale at times through all the mundane chores and life itself gets stale. If we're not living for a purpose that's so much greater than ourselves. So the Lord gives us a purpose beyond ourselves and beyond our families to live for. Here's Jesus' strategy for spreading his kingdom, his rule and reign in the hearts of men and women throughout the world. Jesus wants his followers to be salt and light. That's how he puts it in Matthew 5, 13 through 15. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. Jesus uses a couple of metaphors here to describe how he wants to mix us into our neighborhood, our families, our workplaces, uh, and the metaphors he uses are salt and light. And that's, that's the strategy that he has for spreading his kingdom throughout the world. Think about what salt does. It makes people thirsty. It spices things up and it makes them taste better and it's a preservative. And this is the role we have in our world, in our circles. Jesus is saying that his followers should live a life that makes people thirsty to know more about the one we follow, about Jesus himself. Salt spices up conversations, makes them taste better. And uh, so we, we should talk, we should speak in a way that makes others want to hear uh, his message. And we should live in a way that slows down the decay in our culture and uh, preserves the really important pillars of truth in our culture. Our lifestyle should show people 
that following Jesus makes life better. And family life is the best environment for developing the qualities that make us salty. That's what you see here in, in Scripture. Jesus also commands us to be light. Light illuminates. It draws people toward it like searchlights. Uh, when there's a grand opening or something, often there will be searchlights, you know, showing, uh, drawing people to a certain area. And, uh, that's, that's what we're to be in our, in our culture, in our worlds that we live in, the circles that we relate to. Live a life that helps people see the truth about Jesus and be drawn to follow him. That's, that's what we're called to do. That gives purpose beyond the mundane things of life. Shine his light in very dark places so people can find him. That's what we're called to do as his followers. And that, that really gives meaning and purpose to what we're all about. If parents lead their kids to be salt and light, there is a built-in meaning and purpose to family life beyond the mundane. Christ follower families show the difference Jesus makes in the midst of living their lives. That's the goal. The gospel travels through concentric circles, as I said, through families, with friends, at work, in neighborhoods, and on and on. That's the way it flows. It travels through those those circles. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is painting a picture of a person who is salt and light. And he shows us how to be salt and light. And the best place to learn how to be these things is in the family. And that's why he's made the family such a building block of our our world. Um, so here's here's some different ways that he talks about in the Sermon on the Mount to be salt and light. Handle anger the right way. And if you don't handle it the right way, he says, clear up relationships when they get messed up. So in Matthew 5, 21 and 22, he's talking about anger. 23 and 24, he says, if you offend somebody... Ask their forgiveness. Go to them. Drop what you're doing and, and make it right with them. Straighten it out. That is salty. <laughs> That's what we see here. Christ followers refuse to use people as objects. And when he's talking about lust in verses 27 through 30 of Matthew 5, uh, he says that when we lust, basically, we're turning people into objects, or at least that's what we're doing. He may not say that. I don't want to put words into his mouth at all. Uh, but that's what's happening. That's why he takes the commandment against adultery and he brings it into the heart in terms of lust. Because when we lust, we're basically turning people into objects, and people are precious to God. He, he, he does not want us to use them for our own purposes and benefit. And so Jesus says, 
refuse to use people as objects if you're going to be uh, my people. Also, his followers keep their word, 33 through 37 of Matthew 5. It's, it's a rare person who is faithful and does what they commit to do every time. So keep your word, he says. He gives a, the ultimate distinguishing mark of his followers when he says, love your neighbors and your enemies. Go beyond loving your neighbors to loving your enemies. And we need God's help for that, for sure. And then he says in Matthew 6, 19 through 24, kingdom people, kingdom Christ followers, give their money to extend God's kingdom, to to help it go beyond where it is now. And they have the right perspective on money, and they use it for God's purposes. And then finally, he says in Matthew 7, 1 through 6, Jesus' followers don't judge. They refuse to be critical and harsh, but they're gracious and merciful. These things are best learned in family, or they're not learned in family. Parents who lead their kids to live for God's kingdom this way really bless their kids, and they bless the world around them as they connect and relate in different circles. Parents, when you're thinking through the purpose of your family, your family is going to orbit around something. You're, you're going to choose a center focus. And there are many options that we can come up with for focusing. One is to focus on activities. To you know, I think one of the ideas is uh, we focus on activities to keep our kids out of trouble, keep them busy so they stay out of trouble. And uh, sports could be the center focus, um, music, acting, or some other extracurricular uh, activity. Um, another focus that we orbit around sometimes is education. We think that the right knowledge is the path to blessing, and education is going to give us all the knowledge we need. Those things aren't bad in and of themselves, of course. But if you focus your family on the purpose of spreading God's kingdom in the worldwide, world, worldwide enterprise that Jesus has given us to do, that's the path to blessing. That is how you find purpose in family life beyond the mundane. We spent two weeks walking through attitudes that God blesses. Parents, if you set the pace in these attitudes that we've talked about the last two weeks, your kids grow up in a blessed home. And the people you connect with are blessed as they're drawn to follow Christ as well. And if we mix these attitudes into our church family, we'll attract others. That's God's purpose for us as people, as families, as a church. This is his heart. You don't have to be perfect. And that's good because none of us will be. I'm not. My family's not. And, you know, thankfully God's gracious. But if you focus on growing the character of your kids, growing your own character, 
to be more and more what Jesus wants. And help your kids grow in character and bring them along to be involved in the worldwide enterprise of spreading the kingdom of God. That is worth living for. It brings new meaning to everyday life. The challenge in our culture, though, is that there's a gross misunderstanding of what a Christian is. Uh, you find confusing messages all over the place. And being a light, one of the things Jesus meant is, be a light that provides clarity on who Jesus is and what it means to follow him. Here's a guy from the Simpsons neighborhood that gives a wrong impression. And this this is a common stereotype for Christians in the media. You don't really take him seriously. He's a little kooky. And that's that's the way it is. Here's another common image of a committed Christ follower in our country. Not sure what this guy's doing, but he has a megaphone and he is likely proclaiming judgment on the people around him. This is all confusing. So we have to get the picture of what it means to follow Christ from Jesus, who's the source of following him. And then we need to live it. We need to put it into practice. And that's how we become light to the people around us and clarify what it means to know Jesus and uh, follow him. If, if you let Jesus lead your life, people around you will be drawn to follow him because you'll be like a magnet to encourage them to follow him as well. And that's what Jesus wants. That's why he mixes us in like salt and light to the circles where we relate to live out the kingdom ways. So people get thirsty to know more about him. Here are some testimonies of uh, men and women who are members of our church who weren't Christ followers uh, as adults. They grew up and uh, they weren't following Christ. And they talk about in these testimonies really the ways that our church body were salt and light to them as they came around and began to uh, be a part of our circle in church life. It really struck me how much more gracious in speech Christians were and how much relationships benefited from that verbal kindness. That's that's one comment from one man, uh, Greg. I've never felt judged. And so it made it easier and easier to open up and share where I was because even after I did, as scary as it was, I never felt judged. Brenda said that. I noticed many Christians living for a greater purpose than their own comfort and happiness. And that drew Hovey to follow Christ. What really drew me to Christ, Tom says, was when I saw members at CIV putting God's will above their own personal interest. I witnessed this attitude time and time again by members giving of themselves to help others. And I felt a genuine sense of community that I have found nowhere else. 
These are testimonies of how our congregation has been used by God as salt and light in the lives of these folks. It makes people thirsty. It made them thirsty and drew them to follow Christ. And they, we, we met these folks in our circles at the Little League field, at college, at work. And this is what God does through churches. He, he really blesses people and his intent in the churches that he creates is to really help us be salt and light to the world around us so others can experience the blessing of God that he has for us. And that's why a part of what we do is start other churches. Our daughter church in Riverside, Orange Crest Community Church, is sending out a launch team to plant a church in Santa Clarita. Here's a picture of the launch team. Um, it's going to be called Valley Lights Church, and the intent of this team is to light up their new city for the Lord. But what you see in the picture is you see families and singles, and they have been gripped with a greater vision for their lives, and they're giving themselves to it. They're, they're sacrificing. They're moving their families, they're selling houses or leaving the area where they're plugged into a really good community, a, a church community, and they're leaving that behind to go start another church community. They'll be moving into the area of Santa Clarita next month, and they're bringing their families with them for a greater purpose. And there, that gives a greater meaning to family life, doesn't it? And this is why we exist as a church, to help our neighbors discover Christ through his life-changing community, which is the church. And we start other churches to do the same. We aim to extend the kingdom by helping our neighbors, our family, our friends, and co-workers be drawn to know and follow Christ. We do our mission because God uses church communities to change lives. Families find more peace. Men and women find purpose in life beyond uh, themselves, and that brings meaning. And relationships are blessed, and life is good. Jesus offers a reason to live beyond the mundane. And throughout the history of CIV, we have been launching families to be salt and light in new cities. Here are some families we've launched that are on mission. Cindy and I, we launched out from Hope Church in 1987 to plant CIV, and we were in Diamond Bar at the time. We were there for 30 years. And in 1990, we launched Gary and Joni Hamilton, to start a church in Chico that became Church in Chico Community Church. And then in 95, we launched Thad and Rhonda King with their daughter Randy to start Pierpoint Church in Huntington Beach. And then in 2007, we sent out a launch team to start Orange Crest Community Church in Riverside. In 2012, we started a campus in Alhambra uh, that's become its standalone church. And 
there were several families who took responsibility to make that church go, families and singles, of course. Uh, in March of 2018, we made a move to uh, from Diamond Bar to Ontario, and this is a picture of our last service in, in Diamond Bar, but more than 10 families have sold their homes and moved in the area to help with our mission to reach out and be salt and light to the Ontario Ranch area and surrounding communities. In August 2018, we launched a team to plant Ridgeview Church in North Fontana. And what you see is families and singles all pulling together to extend the kingdom and its influence and blessing to all around. And this is what brings purpose to life and to families and to the singles that he mold, you know, brings into the church family and gives them a community that really blesses them. A family is blessed when they get involved in the worldwide enterprise Jesus is developing throughout the earth. Your family will be blessed if you bring them into the mission of Jesus through his body, the church. You don't have to go on a launch team uh, to plant a church to be salt and light. There is plenty to do right here at CIV and in any church community, really. How do you lead your family to be on mission? Well, first of all, you lead your kids to grow in character. You yourself grow in the character that Jesus talked about in the Sermon on the Mount that is going to make you salt and light, and you help your kids develop the same kind of character. And they'll become, you as a family will become salt and light to your neighbors, your family, your friends, the people you're connecting with. And then you invite them to join in on what we're doing here at CIV so they can be blessed by God through the church. And right now, uh, maybe the way you do that is you share a link to our uh, watch online site uh, in a text, or you share it on social media, or you draw attention to something you got out of, uh, of the message or the service on uh, social media. And as you do this, you as you you invite people to join in with us, you bring your kids in on the mission, and you explain why it's important, what you're doing, why all that's important. And that gives your family a tremendous sense of purpose and meaning beyond the mundane that we're going through and dealing with in life. Being involved in a church community, setting the example for your kids as to why it's so important, explaining it while you focus your family on the mission of the church, is the way to parent effectively. It's it's at the core of it. It's the church community is what God wants us, the mission of the church, he wants us to orbit around it. And the kingdom is what matters to God. 
And as we're involved in it, the way he is, he really blesses us. He doesn't have to. It would be right to do what he wants anyway because he made us, but he blesses us as we begin to live out the truths and attitudes and characteristics of his followers. So for today, I want you to think about, if you would, two ways to apply this message. First of all, how can you mix the ingredients into your family life that will help you be saltier and emanate more light? How how can you do that? What do you need to focus on right now to do that? As I've been speaking, there may be some things that have come to mind. When you commit to life, your life to Christ, you exist to be not a reservoir, but a river of God's blessing that it flows through. His blessing flows through you to the people around you. Will you do that? If you're a parent, will you lead your family to bless and reach out to those around you that God's put right in your life? Would you pray with me? And let's ask God's help for that. Father, we thank you for the tremendous privilege it is to be involved in what you're doing in the world. You could have done it any way that you want to, but you have allowed us to be a part of it. And I pray that you would draw us more and more to become people who are salt and light in the circles we relate to, and that you would give us the power and creative ideas and energy to really bless and invite people in to the church community so that you are pleased and your purpose and work continues to spread as you work through the church to get your kingdom moving forward. We ask for your help in this and your blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.